Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Yeah, good morning, Darren. You okay? I'm grand, Neil. Yeah, we just, uh, I don't know if you managed to hear my last guest because I know you're a bit of a car buff as well. You like cars too, don't you? Uh, I, I do. Probably like them more when I was a bit younger than I do now. You, you get, um, you know, as you mature, I think you realise that cars get you from A to B. But um, yeah, no, no, I would, I would be, um, yeah, I'd have, I'd have an interest for it, yeah. I'm getting the opposite direction as I get old. I love them even more. Yeah. <laughs> so they, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I I used to have uh, I used to a long time ago. I had a one a convertible convertible Fab. I loved it. Yeah. Um, but that was back when I had hair. So now with the solar panel that I have, on, it doesn't work so well. Do you know what I mean? It, okay. You end up with a you end up with a sunburned head. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's look at a few talking points then and get your expert view on them. First of all, the plan to get home loans out of the clutches of vultures, Neil. This is an interesting one. And mortgage relief seems to be back on the table again, thank God, for people who have been contacting this yep. programme regularly um, amid the rate surge. So look at the mortgage situation, the increase, uh, the increase in interest rates and the plans to get homes out of the clutches of the vultures. What do you think? Yeah, it is. Listen, uh, well, I think first of all that the the mortgage in, the mortgage rate increases are are going to have a really significant effect on so many families across the country. Um, this is a little bit like the inflation conundrum that we've been grappling with ever since the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. Uh, it's it's just another hit to the the pockets of every family, every household in the state. Because pretty much, you know, most families, especially those with young families, would have a mortgage. Um, if you're not renting, well, then you're going to have a mortgage. And renters, obviously, have, have been paying through the nose likewise. So I think it's it's pretty clear now that, you know, when the government start to, to fly these flags every so often, you, 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 it's, you get the impression that something is coming down the tracks, you know, something to help in terms of a cost of living package. I think it probably will be focused on housing. Big issue, obviously, for the government's been grappling with. Um, so, look, certainly I think that's, that's an issue. A, a lot of the so-called vulture, in inverted commas, fund uh, commentary that goes on. It, it spreads panic and it spreads fear, Alan, and I wanted to give a bit of balance on that this morning because if somebody, uh, if their loan is sold because, for example, Ulster Bank have left the market and KBC and, and so many others, another dozen banks, Bank of Scotland and all the rest, and they all left the market. If your loan is sold to a venture capital fund, private equity fund, if you keep that loan up to date, you have absolutely nothing to fear. So it's those who find themselves in arrears. That's where the fear uh, begins. But in reality, it, it's important for people to realise that there, there's, there can be deals done in relation to um, if you find yourself in difficulty. And this is why it's very important if people are in that situation, because I presume, Alan, that's the, that's the question you're raising this morning, as in if somebody course, finds yeah. themselves in that situation. Like, they need to take advice. They need to say, OK, what are the options available to me in terms of a restructuring? It actually could be an opportunity to get some of that debt written off. And you can see that in some of the... Yeah. The personal insolvency arrangements that go through uh, and are approved over the last couple of years. It can and, be an and opportunity that's done through MABS, isn't it? Our, um, it is. MABS will support. Yeah. MABS will support. You can get uh, a personal insolvency practitioner to pip. to help you. Yeah. Um, these are PIP, as they're known. And we have seen results whereby there has been huge write-downs of, of debt because it's not sustainable. But that actually keeps people in their homes. Now, Alan, the important thing, look, we're not going to be able to go through all the detail this morning, right? But the point is, is for people to understand that there are options. You need to take advice. You need to sort of go and, and speak, for example, MABS, excellent. You need to get a recommendation maybe for a PIP if you're in that situation. But don't look at it 
as a disaster. You know, the, you know the twin imposters of triumph and disaster. Yes. Whereas actually things are much more. It's always in between. Life is grey, mm-hmm. Alan. Do you know what I mean there's grey in there and, and there's solutions in there. There's options in there. It's not going to be about triumph or disaster. There's a settlement probably to be had. Okay. So I think people should look at it as an opportunity to maybe have a reset, have a restart, you know, get a second chance. Even if, if there is, if you find that your loan is sold and you fall in arrears and say, okay, now's the time to right-size this. Like there's hugely strong protections for people to keep them in their homes. So we don't have a huge eviction okay. problem, like which is painted sometimes in the media. That, in reality, it's much more benign than that. Um, and especially if you engage constructively, there's probably a solution there for you. The other big talking point today is tourism faces a one billion hit due to hotel bed shortages and a a secret memo apparently reveals how the need for refugee accommodation will cut hospitality spend. Now this is something that you're very strong on and have been for many years, hospitality. Is this of concern to you? Um, Alan, you know what? I'm not one bit surprised by this piece of news and it has to be seen in context. The government is predicting a 60 billion excess in the public coffers because of the spike in corporation tax recently which by the way you know that over reliance on corporation tax from a half a dozen companies you know the big tech companies that's a separate conversation we can have okay and i think there should be much more focus on smes by the way rather than focus on multinationals from a government policy perspective but just going back to the hotels there's about forty thousand refugees living in hotels in ireland uh, currently and that is primarily that spike is primarily caused by the invasion that we spoke about earlier um, so it probably should be little surprise, really, that there's going to be an impact whereby you've got people who are seeking asylum and seeking refuge because they've been yeah. driven out, because their homes have been destroyed. Um, you, you're going to find that, look, yes, there is going to be a lack of capacity within hotels, which means that maybe there's going to be less tourists in town. That is regrettable. Um, but it's a crisis, Alan. Like this is, we're dealing with a crisis. All of Europe is dealing with a crisis that has been created by the war. So, uh, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. I, I would say we have to try and look and say, how do we look at solutions to try and, obviously, the war ending is the ultimate solution to try and encourage people to go back home. Um, obviously, other housing, you know, all the, the initiatives around housing is going to help with that to get the tourism sector back to normal. Um, but this year is going to be hit, no question. And that one billion needs to be seen in the context of the 60 billion surplus from uh, tech companies as they bounce back from the pandemic. Um and we have to have an enlightened view on this, I think, as well, when you see yeah. some of the, the, okay. the dreadful conditions that um, people have had to endure uh, as they got out of Ukraine and came into the country. So, listen, I, I, um, I think we need to have a bit of realism around it as well, Alan, around the discussion. Interesting views, as always, from you, Neil. Uh, as it continues to thrive, and uh, uh, great news for Wexford County, you've outlined in detail with our outside broadcast and in uh, recent mm. weeks as well. You participated in our debate last week. But uh, you're you're going to be bouncing a, a basketball for some reason. What's happening here, Neil? Bouncing a few balls. I, I, one, of my, um, one of my great memories of growing up in Enniscorthy was my time spent with the Enniscorthy Steelers in the boys' club. I don't know if many of your listeners will will remember the the club that flourished actually at the time. This back in the nineteen eighties, say in early nineties. Um, and so, listen, when Basketball Ireland came knocking on our door with a proposition that we could sponsor like next year's under 18s European Championships team, this year's under 17s team going through to the under 18s to become the national sponsor for that underage, that critical underage grade. 
they were singing to the choir, Alan, I can tell you, because they had me at hello, to misquote Jerry Maguire, they, they had me at hello, and I was um, I was delighted that we could bring Azets Ireland yeah. in as the, the main sponsor. So this is for, like a lot of the kids that would be coming through, they could be elite level and could, maybe could have a future you know, in the game, as in professionals, you know, either wow. in Ireland, UK or America. Some of these really talented kids coming through. Um, but sometimes they just don't have the means to yeah. be able to participate in international tournaments. Okay. You know, a lot of the commitments in terms of travelling and training. So we were absolutely delighted to step in as the national sponsor for those for those teams. So, um, yeah, we're we're really looking forward to it. We think it should be, uh, you know, watch this space. It'd be just great to see how they how these kids develop. So delighted. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.